Good evening, godless sodomites. Yeehaw, buddy. <laughs> there we go. Oh, man. Thank you, Donovan. I appreciate it. We no would problem, have gone no pretty problem. far, and I wouldn't have uh, even realized it. But, uh, uh, just, but uh, okay. like Chrissy always says, I didn't hear the lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to. Is it a lady for you guys? Yeah, it's a lady yeah. for me too. Okay. It's always a lady for me. I'm not into dudes. Sorry. Listen, they're not that great, but they're not <laughs> that bad. <laughs> I was going right. to say, Ben, they done that a little bit. <laughs> Listen, Welcome to the yeah. excommunication station. <laughs> I am your host, Chaz. I'm joined by Chrissy and Donovan. How are you? I think Donovan today. Are you here? As far as I can be. Okay, good. <laughs> Chrissy, how are you? Um, Great. Did, you know. did you get over your all the sickness that you had? Yeah. And now the laundry has been moving nonstop. Yeah. Holy fuck! Holy you fuck. go through so many sheets when you're sick with kids. Oh, oh my man. god! It's like they try to. It's it's like they become cats, and they try Ooh. to just befoul the rug or yeah. the bed. Like yep. Use the thunder bucket, children. What the fuck? No. Center of the bed. <laughs> no, I gotta puke inside my pillowcase or some dumb oh, shit like right. that. <laughs> Grayson was like, when he had COVID last week, he was like, he was like standing there. He's like, I think I'm gonna throw up. I think I'm gonna, can we walk towards the bathroom? Then he slowly walks. I'm like, I understand you don't feel good, buddy. Then he just stops and then just throws yeah. up like a foot from the bathroom. I'm like, buddy! No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like, yeah, after a while, it's just like, ugh. just please, fuck, no on the rug. Like, all my rugs are washable, but still. Poor babies. Yikes. Still not fun. Well, I hope sorry. they all feel better soon. Definitely, everybody's, me too. Everybody's better. It's fine. It's just I'll a quick 24-hour situation. I'll send up a prayer to him. Oh, no worries. I already did it. Clearly, it worked. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Uh, hold on. I'm adding. How are you though, Chaz? About. Hold on one second. Uh, Did you have I'm a good Christmas, this... Donovan? Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty great. I uh, hung out with the kids all day. I I was a little bit of a I had a little bit of a weird moment in the morning where it got a little hard for me to get through some like old memories and shit. But I got through it and then hung out with the kids all day, played with them with all their stuff and everything. So it was really cool. How was good. yours? Yes. Good, good. I was telling Chaz before you got on the phone, I got the mm. raddest cookbook of um, Szechuan cooking, and I cannot wait to try it. That's fucking dope. I I'm love cookbooks. For, oh, me too. I'm waiting for um, some of the ingredients that I don't typically oh. keep in the house to uh, mm. arrive, and That's then really I'm going cool. to fuck shit up, probably with <laughs> less peppers. <laughs> then um they typically use oh mm. because you know i don't want to die yeah. um, <laughs> but my, my got, sister got danielle one of those too like a studio ghibli cookbook it's pretty dope oh yeah i have one of those 
it's really? so it's pretty. Really cool. Ghibli has the most beautiful food, and I'm like, I want mm-hmm. to cook bacon and eggs just like in Howl's Moving Castle. Hell yeah, Kelsifer's burnt bacon. It's dope. And then mm-hmm. you got Ponyo's ramen. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Good shit, bro. Yeah. And the um right. the dumplings <laughs> like no, in Spirit I'm, of the White. Sorry, I'm hungry. No, it's all right. I'm done with what I had to do a couple minutes ago. I just let you guys talk for a little bit. Oh, we but, appreciate uh, it. No, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. But uh uh we are your hip new youth pastors, and you know who didn't do it? Monty didn't do a damn thing. You know who didn't do it? Oh my god. Monty didn't do a damn thing. Ooh. And wow. uh we have Did a Donovan, new segment. How come didn't Donovan didn't do his thing? Oh, it was a different yeah, was... we're starting a new thing. <laughs> that was you know what, man? No, All I'm gonna what, say to the uh, silly songs with Chaz. Is that not no. Oh, nope. he moved on to a different thing. He's that was just his flavor of the week. <laughs> Yikes! Okay. Yeah, that's he's just. I just get tossed aside, Chrissy. It's okay. I'm used to it. That's all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my response to that, Chaz, the whole Monty thing is uh the the Michael Jackson thing. You know how he always said he was bad. He wasn't bad. So since you say Monty didn't do it, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna let you come to your own conclusions from that. So cause... didn't mean do. Did. Didn't mean did. Didn't okay, mean. listen here, man. What are you, Pinocchio from Shrek? <laughs> Trying to fuck with me? <laughs> I'm a real boy. Well, I definitely know where he's not. <laughs> I'm definitely not wearing ladies' underwear. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that movie was so fucked up. It's the best. Yeah, for sure. It's a thong. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and in lieu of uh the inquisition this week we're doing a different segment and this is what is josh harris up to why is josh harris still out out in public he's a liar and madness not to mention a cock but where is he now so this week, guys, uh, since I've been spying on Mr. Harris's Instagram with one of my accounts. Um, oh, I was going to say, I thought you were blocked. No, this one of them some... I did not comment on uh, purposely so I could spy. Uh, is it the cure one? No, apparently. He, I'm not going to tell you which one it is because then I don't want to get <laughs> you might hear I don't want to get yeah. blocked. Uh, you might hear this. Let me get back yeah. to him again. Um, apparently. I'm still not blocked. I think Mr. Harris is uh is officially sponsored by Hello Tushy because what the he, fuck is Hello Tushy? It's the bidet company. Uh so they <laughs> he posted something on Instagram and it looks like on um Twitter as well that says my guy friends used to make fun of me for buying a bidet. But ever since I started calling it a 2000 PSI presser washer from your ass, they all want one at he Hello not, Tushy. He did not put that. With the quote underneath it, uh, don't hate me for loving my bidet. My soul literally feels clean after I use it. For uh, you! At Hello Tushy. With the emojis, <laughs> the cry laughy, poopy emoji. I think a toilet bowl nope water a water fountain and then a peach yo 
if this isn't like obvious, it's all about money, bro. <laughs> My soul. So. Not even that, but how how <laughs> on brand is it that this fucking asshole is pimping bidets? How yeah. on brand? Cleanliness is next to godliness. It, well, it, it yeah. would be a it would be a damn shame. A damn shame if <laughs> some of our listeners sent a letter to Tushy and let them know that they're sponsoring a person that hid sexual crimes within his church that would be a goddamn shame if that happened what yeah. i thought tushy was like a porn site or something there is a porn site called tushy and i'm surprised you know that no no chrissy chrissy because... <laughs> oh what did it, it just the slipped fact out that there really is one <laughs> chrissy not reflect my uh browsing habits although the other day when i um the other episode when i thoughtlessly googled uh lusted after the semen of donkeys mm -hmm. oh i've been getting God. some ads, man i'm sure you have yeah i bet dude <laughs> meta's been like okay we got some spicy stuff today <laughs> all right well with that we need to do the most important thing and that is to pray so hold the hand of the person next to you and bow your head. And if you're driving, let Jesus take the wheel. You know what I hate doing? I really hate seeming like I am picking on anyone or judging anyone, even though we are supposed to judge righteously, as Jesus said, judge righteously according to the word of God and the Holy Spirit. Um, I just uh, saw some things uh, from uh, DC Talk on their on their Facebook and I was just deeply disturbed in my spirit by the things that I saw because this is a band that I loved okay I, I had uh, Jesus Freak and I loved that song and it, it made a big impact on me back in the day we're talking years ago I mean this was you know 90s early 90s um, but nonetheless I know that they've been a big impact on a lot of people and lately I've been seeing some things and hearing some things and and I, I never got Toby Mac's uh, album um, Eye on it it's called um, but but I read that he did a song praising the Illuminati and I thought that's crazy he wouldn't like he's not that far gone like hmm sure enough there is this I can't remember what it's called but it has Illuminati in the title and and it says something about Illuminati coming through Illuminati I mean he's just openly praising the Illuminati I know. And then he and then I read that he made some really lame excuse as to what was really going on there. He, oh, we just like the beat or something like that. You're praising the Illuminati. The Illuminati is Satan on earth. Okay? And you'd praise it. And yeah, I blew it off about the the um the Illuminati symbol on on the front of his CD. I thought, well, that you know, that that's not what that means. But then when I saw the song, I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Okay, that now this is making sense. Toby Mac, a supposed Christian artist, has the Illuminati symbol, which I I I thought it couldn't have been the Illuminati symbol until I saw that 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 song was really there on his on his CD, a song praising the Illuminati. People, the, the, the serpent is slithering under the crack of the door in the church. He's in the church. Okay? And he is coming through some people that you trust. 
We gotta get sensitive in the spirit. That's see when I just saw that on Facebook when I when I was reading different things uh, from them that I saw on Facebook. They call me white chocolate. (laughs) Yeah, I'll probably end up using something from DC Talk. Uh, But uh, oh no, he said Yin Yang, didn't he? Is that what it was? Something fucking weird like that. There was a Toby. There was an interview with them, and Toby Max said something like, "He's like Oreo or Yin Yang because he's like got the white something, but inside he's got the soul like black or some shit." It was so fucking. He said, "I might be white." He said, "I might be white on the outside, but I got that chocolate on deep down inside." Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he so needs to go uh, get a tushy. Yeah, I gotta get that cleaned out. <laughs> so, but uh, today, guys, we oh, are tackling. We're gonna start our series on the DC Talk. The? You guys know anything about them? DC Talk. Only no. that I listen to them. Hell yeah! What the fuck's the and... DC stand for? Oh, we're gonna get into that. Do you really not That's know just, what the DC stands for? I don't, no, I don't. It. And it just went. Oh. It just came across my mind. Is it for okay. fucking District of Columbia? It is not. It is not. Okay. It is wait, wait, wait. Since we both don't know, Donovan, guess what it's for? Yes, please guess. Okay, can I have a do-over from District of Columbia? No, you can. No, yeah, no, well, the, we're sure. not even going to put that in there. Okay, DC talk. Donkey cock. No. <laughs> Dumbledore the cuckold. No. Daft cowboy. Get, let, let's get you guys each get one serious guess. Damascus's cellulite. Okay. It's something like <laughs> devoted Christian or some stupid shit like that. I okay. Bet. Dedicated okay. dedicated to Christ. Okay. All right. All right. Well, hold on to those because we're going to get into it eventually. But the Dick music. Me Christ. Yeah. Dick me Sorry. Christ. All right. Uh, the Christian music landscape of the 80s and early 90s was a land of absolute boredom. The closest thing uh, that you could come up with was maybe a Def Leppard clone and adult contemporary leftovers from the <laughs> 70s. Baby, baby. <laughs> no, that doesn't really count. That was more like the mid 90s. But uh, it was 94. Could... That counts yeah, as early. 90s. I remember. She's right. I think before five, bro. Mm hmm. Really no, like... I consider I, I consider mid nineties, ninety four, ninety five, ninety six. Oh, did that just start so it could fit with your goddamn theory? No, here? fuck you, yeah, Donovan. This is anyway, your agenda. <laughs> you have an agenda, Mister Politics. All right, nothing could be too edgy or too performative, or anything that could be construed as worldly. There were some acts that had their shit together and could run with the secular world and feel like they're not playing catch up years behind the game like steve taylor but Mm. probably the best and only genre christians have ever come close to competing in or even influence has been heavy metal i don't understand why i've been to so many christian hardcore shows yeah and i'm embarrassed of everyone 
Yeah. I remember like, being super into Christian hardcore and my dad being like, turn off this devil music. I'm like, it's Christian asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the lyrics, bro. <laughs> I used to blast a uh, point of recognition in my oh shitty my car. God. Yeah. Yeah, Mine was four but, today. That was yeah, yeah. Uh, it wouldn't. Crown. It it wouldn't be until the mid to late nineties that the Christian music scene would catch up, um, and compete with like genres of hardcore, punk, and ska, along with metal. Um, but you know everything else was still kind of left behind. Uh, there was <laughs> there was another genre. What else church is there though? Outside of that, I don't know. Um, they did pretty good like at R&B? rap. Oh, well, that's what we're going to go into. Uh, there was another genre the church hadn't embraced or promoted at all to that point. It was a sound that was associated with black people. The street and every ill the church clutches their pearls over but doesn't have any ways to fix. In the secular world, rap wasn't really even embraced until three white guys, three white kids from Brooklyn switched from playing punk rock and hardcore and started rhyming. Uh, just like no one ever cared about bracing rock and roll a music that had been with the black community for years until a good-looking white dude stole it and became a king. This is where we start. Yeah, that's right, guys. We're discussing the Beastie Boys. <laughs> well, but wait. Are the Beastie Boys really considered rap? Yeah, oh, rap so and hip-hop. Rock. Hell yeah. No, hip-hop. Hip-hop yeah. and rap. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Paul's Boutique, bro? That's like some... Oh, absolutely. Fuck, that's that, some of the... Yeah. Holy I'm not shit, debating that, that the Beastie Boys weren't amazing, and and they they were, um, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying that like the mainstream okay. of the world didn't give really f- a fuck about rap until white people started doing it, which is really, ra- I mean, it's absolutely racist, but oh, absolutely. it's yeah. it, it's the same thing as rock and roll. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's a reason why Eminem was so big. Um, so, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, uh, DC Talk would be the first and dare I say only Christian rap group that would come close to making uh, making it on the Mount Rushmore of CCM artists. And they might not even make it. And as we go through this, we need to recognize the climate all of this took place in and also the overt quiet racism the church had to deal with inside all of this and even the racism within how DC Talk became such a hit. To go into that, we're going to dive into the band itself. You guys have anything to say before we dive in? Uh, I played some of this for Mia today. DC I told, Talk? I told them, yeah, I told them, I was like, we're going to talk about a band I listened to when I was a kid. You, you've never listened to Christian music before. She was, and they were like, oh, God, no. And I was like, here, just listen to this. And then they started listening to it. They're like, it sounds okay. <laughs> I was like, and I got, I felt so weird, dude. I like legit started getting chills. It's like, please don't believe anything they're saying. <laughs> uh, so we're going to use the term CCM a lot. If you don't know what that means, it means contemporary Christian music. It's basically the Christian music industry of uh, mm. anything from country to hard rock um it's very broad wide open and and broad so um oh, that's what shit. i mean that's when i say other, ccm that's the other type of christian music country yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah uh um but uh yeah that's what ccm was also a magazine back in the day but when i say ccm i'm gonna talk about the general music genre um but uh 
a young Toby McKeon, um, or we'll call it, or Toby Mac, which you'll go by later, fell in love with hip hop and rap in 1979 when he said he heard the Sugar Hill Gang, which sounds like everyone's rap origin story who was 55 to 60 years old today. Uh, he also claims he used to take the subway into D.C. to buy any rap records because they didn't sell them in the in the suburbs. So at 14 or 15, Toby Mac apparently rode the subway from Northern Virginia to D.C. to buy rap records. Um, and then the parents that let him do this sent him to Liberty. Uh, OK, cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to believe all that or not. Um, but uh, he started rapping in his young teens, and he even met the Beastie Boys at the 930 Club in D.C. after they got oh. done with the sound check. Um, this, uh, yeah, this, it sounds like some of the most fabricated stories. It's like, if I'm going to write this like dope like rap origin story, how am I going to do it? Oh, I rode the subway to pick up vinyls and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. It could be completely right. true because I'm like... My parents didn't really know what I was doing 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of just like yeah. went anywhere and they didn't give a fuck. So it could have been the same thing. I don't know. Um, but I, uh, well, we all know how honest Christians are, especially um, yeah. like the Pat Robertson and other performers. <laughs> <laughs> well, Toby and Michael Tate met at Liberty University in 1984. Tate had sang on Jerry Falwell's old-time gospel hour, and Toby had heard him singing in the student choir. Wonderful. This ties into last week's episode mm -hmm. uh, that Chrissy was that not part of. That boy could sing so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, did you guys record? Yes, good. we did. We did the uh, Jerry Falwell versus Larry Flint episode. This is um, gross. What? Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm so sad I missed it. Well, you were puking everywhere, so yeah, you probably was, would have just puked no more. Um, <laughs> that would have been, I would, especially with what we talked about. Some <laughs> gross shit, man. <laughs> when he was like, I it, 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 yeah, I, the, the outhouse was crowded till they kicked out the donkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, You'll find yeah, out exactly. next week or last week. <laughs> Uh, uh, wow but uh, uh but he was also uh tate was also one of the few black students on campus and tate said that toby was his first white friend and became quickly his best friend uh, tate was also especially close with jerry falwell in 2012 tate said quote i always would joke with him calling him my white daddy end quote yeah. So, <sighs> do you think yeah. you had sex with Falwell's wife? Because you know, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, oh no! Because you know, Falwell's a cuck. He likes to sit in the, the his, chair and watch his wife. That was his his son. His son was the cuck. We're talking about senior. Yeah, but he we learned it from. I learned it from watching you. All yeah, right. I know, exactly. I know, I know. I, I know the rumors. Mom. I know the from ideas. Mom. <laughs> yeah. uh, but. <laughs> Tate and Toby uh, sat together in Tate's I'm just going to watch room. you do everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they would sit together in Tate's dorm room, number eight. They were really proud of that. Uh, and worked on mm. music and rapping. Tate would be would do solo stuff during his free time where he would sing like R&B and gospel tunes. 
and Toby would sell his merch and did some did sound for him. Um, and then Toby came up with an idea that they needed to mix their talents. Toby would sing the choruses and Toby would rap the verse. So Tate Toby would bring both. No, I mean Tate Tate would sing the chorus and Toby would rap the verse. Um, there's a lot of tease. Uh, yeah. Tate during his solo performance would bring Toby up at the end of his sets and they would do their future music together uh, to shock the crowd and the older people, but younger people were loving it. And this is when DC Talk and the One Way Crew was born. One Way. Yep. DC Talk like... stood for Decent Christian Talk. Ew. Boo. Isn't Boo. the worst? Isn't that the worst name ever? Decent like... Christian Talk. <laughs> it sounds on. like a, a seven hundred club. <laughs> it's almost as bad as Jerry Falwell's old time gospel hour. Well, you know what's no, really it's fucked... worse. Well, what's really <laughs> bad about it is that this was Toby McKean's ad- adopted rap name that he gave himself. His his rap stage name was supposed to be DC Talk. What would I your rap name be? God. That was his rap name, DC Talk. What that was his own rap your name. Your Mo, my rap name? Fuck yeah. I I don't know. Do you, you want me to find out? Have you guys ever used the Wu Tang name generator? Uh uh-uh. uh No. That's that's how Childish Gambino got his name. Oh, very cool. You oh, type Donald Glover in, and it comes up Childish Gambino. So Chaz's would be Charles Murphy, Wu Tang, sarcastic attacker. No, oh, I like that. The yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's pretty on brand. What's mine? Yours is lazy ass to dominator. <laughs> also on brand. Like, oh God. Uh, getting back to this. Wait, hey, I didn't get one yet, oh, man. Go ahead. What, what's, yeah, yours? what's yours? What's yours? Amazing beggar. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh. I was wondering See, we... what a Gambino was. Maybe uh, it's just a it's nonsense a, word. It's a crime family. Yeah, the Gambino crime family. Um, but uh, DC talk. Be careful. Don't piss him off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, DC Talk was Toby's stage name, and the one way crew would have eventually been Tate and, and Kevin Smith, which we'll get to in a second. But, um, uh, which Kevin Smith? Kevin Max Smith. Yeah, not that Kevin Smith. God, I was like, don't you do this to me. Don't you break my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't have any songs about people fucking walruses. So, you know, well, hey, it, well, we and this is how dogma Christian. got to came came to be. <laughs> right. From his days of hanging out with DC talk. He's like, fuck these guys. I'm making a shit monster. <laughs> uh, do you ever do you think that, that like if they were ever having like a rowdy fun time, somebody be like, guys, this is decent Christian talk. Clean it up. Because I feel like they said shit like that to each other. Absolutely, especially Just, since they call one of them their white daddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in their dorm room, they wrote the song. I don't know if you guys know this one, but Heaven Bound. I don't know this if I know it. Heaven Bound. Don't you know I'm Heaven Bound? Heaven oh, yeah. Bound. That sounds like it was hard to write. 
yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, they wrote this song. Uh, this was their first hit song, and uh, they wrote a demo tape called, hold on to this one, Christian Rhymes to a Rhythm. Break that I down for me. Some Somebody told them, don't say rap. And so, like, well, we're just Oh, man. That, that's my guess. Anyway. Yeah, that would probably be my guess, too. Christian Rhymes I, to a Rhythm. I didn't even understand what it meant at first. <sighs> To be completely and honest, because it's you guys are gonna weird. you guys are gonna absolutely love this part. They were invited to Jerry Falwell Sr.'s mansion for one of their son's birthday parties. It could mm. have been Jerry Jr., but it also could have been Jonathan, the younger one, because they were only four years apart. I'm not sure which one it was, but uh I I'd like to imagine it was Jerry Jr. Um mm-hmm. they got to play Heaven Bound for the first time in front of the Falwell family. Then they were invited to play it in their bedroom while Mm -hmm. Jerry sat in the corner. No, that was I'm sorry. Um, They were serious. I was going to be like, yes. (laughs) It was Jerry Junior's birthday. He got to do it. (laughs) Uh, They were invited to perform it at an assembly at Liberty, and that's when they decided to sell their demo tape, and they sold out of it. Nice. Um, Cool. Did uh, you guys have to watch a lot of dumb bands at assemblies? Because I sure did. Uh no. Nah. Never. Oh. Not that I remember. Oh, it's people. We, we had a lot of like weird no. Christian bands who would come through and play mm. our assemblies. I think Mm-mm. just because the staff was or the faculty was lazy and didn't want to have to come up with that many yeah. things for chapel. But we, yeah, I saw a lot of spectacularly mediocre christian <laughs> bands oh i'm sure my church just had a weird 11 year olds come up rapping to no instrumental <clears throat> uh, uh, but uh so i've definitely never listened to dc talk <laughs> dc talk was missing one person still and they found kevin max smith or kevin max uh during a chapel service at liberty and brought him into the group. Kevin was the quote-unquote rock element that they were missing from the group. Uh, Kevin claims he was raised on the Beatles, Queens, and 60s rock. Uh, Mm. He also told people at Liberty University that Rod Stewart was his stepfather. Fuck Uh, you. It wasn't, no. He wasn't. No. It was one of those things stupid people say to try to get, uh, like, I don't know, street cred or whatever. But, uh, there's no way you could check it back then. Uh, to make this whole <laughs> web stickier, Max was in a band in high school that played at Jim Baker's Christian theme park, Heritage USA. Oh, man. Uh, so, man. This, this is like... All... Oh. It's it's uh, literally like uh, like a, just a, a who's who of Christian. Yeah, yeah. Christian yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They're just all one big white network. Yeah. Yeah. It's unsettling. Uh, <laughs> something that really helped DC Talk take off and get their sound out to the masses of horny and corny Christian teens is that Toby had an uncle who worked oh. high up at Capitol Records. He helped arrange wow. them recording the demo and a massive amount of cassettes. Demo tapes are huge and hardcore in the punk scene, but I've never seen one on that amount, which was about 3,000. Unless it was released as a teaser from a major record company. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the massive amount of attention that they generated from one of the biggest groups of young Christians in the country with the Liberty student body was also another advantage that other Christian hip hop and rap groups didn't have like DOC or the disciples of Christ. Cool. Who name. never what's that? I said, that's a cool name. Oh, I love that name. I love the DOC. Uh, who never reached the heights of DC talk. Um, it probably didn't help that they were all black. They had a more hardcore sound and dressed like they didn't live at the mall. Uh, DC talk oh. was labeled more as a boy band than a rap group, but which is probably fair. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. groups like Disciples of Christ, uh, there were a bunch of others that I had listed in here, but I, I think I took them out save on time. Okay. But uh, like grits disciples of christ like i don't know grits. donovan you weren't you really into Christian yeah i i was it was like late 90s early 2000s stuff like uh grits like as soon as you said it, i was like oh my god yeah but then yeah. like kj52 was another one that was pretty big mm-hmm. he was like the uh the eminem of the like the mm-hmm. christian eminem he even wrote like two songs that were like like his version of Stan, but they were like telling him to stop being so like blasphemous and cursing. And it's like, dear Eminem, I don't understand why you won't respond to me. I'm just trying to save your soul. It's just like, what the fuck? But I was into it. <laughs> fuck yeah, I would say that to Eminem if I had a chance. <laughs> it was um, so bad. He's like, I heard one day someone tried to give you my CD outside of a concert. You threw it in his face. <laughs> oh, shocking. It was so fucked. But yeah, I listened to a lot of that shit, man. Yeah. Uh, Believe it or not, uh, DC Talk was not welcomed everywhere. And it wasn't the easiest thing to get them accepted by the white South. So (laughs) Dr. Jerry Falwell wrote a letter for DC Talk to get their foot in the door with other Christian colleges and high schools. (laughs) Now DC Talk would frame this as support from that fat fuck. But this was absolutely a moneymaker for Falwell. It was used as a recruitment tool for Liberty to show that they were the coolest of the cool. I I gotta say, so I didn't mention it the last episode where we talked about Jerry Falwell a lot and his fucking stupid mm-hmm. radio show, but it kept reminding me of Papio Daniels, like Good Time Flower Hour from fucking... Uh, oh my gosh. From oh brother, uh, oh brother Rotha, yeah. And yeah. now that you got DC Talk, which is like the rap group, and he's like not wanting it. It reminds me of the Soggy Bottom Boys at the fucking thing. Where he's like, I don't want these fellas singing this music. <laughs> <laughs> well, you some I, bitch. <laughs> I, I absolutely guarantee you, if these were three black men uh, at Liberty doing a rap group together, this would have not gone off um, as well as it as as it did for DC Talk. So I, I guarantee you I just... that they. They walked in there. One of them saw Tate freaked the fuck out. They found out Falwell's like back them. And then they were like, really? All of them? <laughs> <laughs> Even that one? <laughs> right. And then Toby Max like, hey, because he take he thinks he's black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, boy. Uh, uh, sorry, that was my terrible Toby Mac impersonation. Um, it was close. close yeah. was pretty close. <laughs> uh where did i leave off here uh anyway this was absolutely this was absolutely used as i didn't put it in here but this was absolutely used as as a tool i remember um people coming from liberty to like they would stay at our house or they would come to our church or students would go away and come back and one of the biggest things that always came up was dc talk do you know dc talk went to liberty 
And she's like, yeah, I, I know. I know. Thanks. <laughs> <sighs> but That's anyway. so fucking funny. What was the one that I we t- uh, Tony Blair went to? What was that one? I always forget. Tony Blair? Tony the Blair. Prime Minister of wait, 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 wait. England? Oh, um, Tony, the guy from Tony Hale. Tony, Tony Hale. Hale. <laughs> uh, he went to Regent University. Yeah. Fuck. That, that gets your that that fucks you up every time, man. I know. I can't. I can't stop. You can't wrap your head around it. It's so, it's you gotta so watch weird. The Crown. It'll teach you all about British stuff. I don't. I don't know. Oh man. no, that we're talking about uh, Buster Buster Bluth went to Regent University. No, yeah, I remember I we talked that, about that before. But I'm saying so you don't get confused with. Um, Oh, oh, Tony the, Blair. oh, the crown. Tony Blair. Oh, okay. Well, that's always, I'm too stupid. That's always going to happen. <laughs> Not true. You lead uh, a horse to water, but he'll still drown. <laughs> uh, the group quickly gelled and learned how to mix their sounds together for better or worse. They went into the studio in 1988 and produced and released a self-titled album called DC Talk and the One Way Crew. Mm. You can find this still. It's still called that. Um, but they uh, they all moved off campus into a house together in in January 1989. The group quickly got the attention of one of the biggest Christian labels at the time, Forefront Records, and mm-hmm. they signed a contract with them at their house. And uh, apparently, mm-hmm. after the signing, Kevin tried to make out with a girl, but she rejected him. And the bandmates uh-huh. and some of their friends spied on him from outside the windows while he failed. <laughs> Decent Christian. Hey, I'm related to Rod Stewart. Just open your blouse. <laughs> you got rejected, boy. If you think I'm sexy, come on, let me kiss you. Oh, Toby Max and... hiding behind a fern, like, oh, you little bitch, you suck at this. <laughs> well, you know, it was because he went in uh, hands first to honk her boobs, and he, she was like, no, this is not how this is done. That's not how you kiss a girl. Wait, that's no. you go hands first, right? That's right. what I was always. You thought. have to make sure if you trip, then you can catch yourself. Yeah, you got to support no, them. You're supposed, you're supposed to go chin first, you dorks. But you got to hold their body up because they're falling for you. Okay, fair enough. I have nothing to respond to that to. <laughs> uh, the group went back into the studio and fixed and smoothed out some things and re-released the self-titled album and they dropped uh, with the same artwork, but they dropped the one-way crew from the album and the name of the group and the group would just be known as DC Talk. It still sucks though. Yeah, it still definitely sucks now that you know what DC stands for. Um, mm-hmm. What did the de- one-way dedicated, crew mean? Dedicated... Is that something like going to heaven or... Wait, what? Mm. What do they what do they mean by one way crew? What the fuck does that mean? There's only one way and they're, you're they're... like the crew. Oh know. shit, yeah. the way mm. the way <laughs> the truth and the light. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are they big fans of the Mandalorian? Or that. Uh uh, but the album didn't take off uh and received a good amount of negative reviews. The secular world thought it was cheesy and boring, and the modern Christian music world couldn't stomach rap in any form. Uh, the, <laughs> the group well, rap the was group, a big deal back then um, in the church because it was, I mean, bitches and hoes. How dare you? Yeah, you yeah, can only drugs. subject subject women or yep. <laughs> subjugate women in 
the way we do. If you call yeah, them bitches we don't call and hoes, then it's just, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. Not to their faces. Yeah. Right. <laughs> not as long as it's biblical. Uh, the youth groups are where DC Talk made their way into our hearts and to our mm-hmm. lives. Liberty Liberty University oozes out in some of their songs, like the song Final Days, where Toby compares the United States to Sodom and Gomorrah, and all our ethics, morals, and goals are all out of whack. <laughs> uh, we should be the- offering our daughters to be raped by crowds more. Yeah, we mm-hmm. should. That's that's really how it should be done. Um, mm-hmm. Will yeah, you calm like down that. if you take this one? <laughs> <laughs> the group did shoot a music video for the song Heaven Bound, and mm-hmm. Kevin is sporting a mullet. The group dances, and well, well, actually, just Toby and Tate dance. Kevin mm-hmm. can't dance, but uh, they uh, they dance in front of uh, what is probably the Liberty student body and at a mall. Lots oh. of denim but uh bad hair but not unlike every youth group of the 90s they're trying to be like tiffany and play at the mall very much so hell yeah yeah that's a good video heaven bound don't you know i'm heaven bound so every time you say that just think of homeward bound Mm -hmm. homeward bound don't you shadow almost died in a pit (laughs) but when he comes (laughs) over the hill when Shadow uh, comes yeah. over the hill, oh, like, I'm getting oh, a little don't. teary-eyed right now. Uh, yeah, I've gotten way too many drunken fights with my siblings because they think that Sassy was the saddest character. And I was like, that motherfucker no. almost died. He was like, Shadow. go on without me, Chance. Like, what Shadow. the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, right. Oh, God, Sassy. you almost made me spit my soda. Yeah, fucking <laughs> go on, Chance. I'll be fine. Oh, I'm just going to oh, lay oh. here. How would they think Sassy's the saddest character? Right. She's sassy. I love Sally Field, but that bitch got herself in that hole. <laughs> Very much so. Um, Michael uh, J. Fox the, was Chance, so he was a close second. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, the group hit the road with label founders and one of the, the biggest Christian acts at the time, DeGarmo and Key, which despite Wait, both groups, DeGarmo and Key. That name sounds I've never heard of them. I thought you were talking about Django at first, and I was like, "What?" No, DeGarmo and Key. Uh, they uh, they uh, probably well before name. your time. Um, well, their both names were DeGarmo, and their last name was Key. So DeGarmo and Key. Uh, yeah, DeGarmo. Yeah, DeGarmo and Key. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're trying to be like Holland Oates. Yeah, Hell that's yeah. exactly what it is. Uh, they were they were the Christian version of Holland Oates. You're out uh, of touch. From the Christian body. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But both groups were extremely corny, but they didn't go together. But it gave even younger people that had to go there with their parents something to listen to while their parents rocked out to the Hall of Notes ripoff band. And, uh, you know, they kind of sound like Dire Straits a little bit, too, at times. Um, Don't. Don't. Do not. Mm -hmm. Do not disrespect Mark Knopfler like that. Don't. Mm. I, will I only know straights. like I only know like two Dire Straits songs, and they're the ones you think I know. Yeah, they're probably the only ones you know. But uh, uh Mark Knopfler, two... right? Yes. No, I'm all. I think so, this. but I don't. I don't know. I have you no can look clue. it up while, while I'm talking, and we can get back to it. Okay. Uh, to DeGarmo <laughs> and Key's credit, they did something. Uh, okay. It was to DeGarmo and Key's. It is Dire Straits. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, to DeGarmo. 
to DeGarmo and Key's credit, they did everything they could to push DC Talk. They even mm-hmm. gave up gave up some of their own set times um, to give DC Talk some time so they could perform at some festivals and some of the concerts. Um, Man, don't you hate it when they when you're at a concert and bands do that? But the thing about going to secular concerts is you can go get a beer during the boring shit. Very true. Very true. But I've seen some very cool bands uh, play like during those sets. Same. Same. Me too. And if they're good, I'll stay and listen. But you know what? Mm -hmm. They're usually, uh, in my experience, usually they're not. Because I'll hear them while I'm getting a beer and be like, hmm. One of the one of the coolest things that I saw was when I was at Cornerstone one year and Stretch Armstrong was playing and they were like, we're going to give our last 10 minutes to Brothers Keeper. And they came up and played like 10, 10 minute set. That was really amazing. Nice. Um, yeah. So that was really cool because they were they were like on tour together and they were like, well, that's cool. We're not just going to have them all come all the way out here not to do anything. So that was really cool. But uh Anyway, uh, they probably got their biggest exposure on the festival circuit that summer, playing the Alleluia Festival, Encounter, Jesus 89, and Sorry Donovan. Oh, here we go. Calm down. The Fishnet Festival. It's a trick. It's a trap. (laughs) With artists like Stephen Curtis Chapman, Whiteheart, Petra, Ray Bolt, and one of my favorites, White Cross. Did you say one of your favorites, Burning Cross? What's that mean, yeah. Chaz? <laughs> it means he grew up in the church is what it means. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is all speculation <laughs> because uh, Toby and his wife haven't said this, but I think the timelines add up. But I believe during the Alleluia Fest, which took place in Kingston, Jamaica, Toby met his future wife, Amanda, who mm. is from the island. Um, Jamaica would be one of Toby's favorite places to visit. And for mm. Amanda, uh, for Amanda, and for the island, um, was Amanda's she um, darker skinned, half darker skinned. Amanda is the daughter of a successful businessman and lived a more affluent life on the poor island. Does um, he have a like? It seems like he seeks out people to give himself more credit and by people. I have no clue. I mean, I don't, love is love. I don't really. I'm not no, really no, 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 no. I'm it. not saying that, but like he he sought out Tate so that he could, you know, add oh. rap to his group, and then he sought out. No, he needed to add soul to his group. He had the rap. It's, yeah, it he was all, seems a little was all rap from him. Right, yeah. it gives him a little. It gives him hey. a little bit of like, look, there's a black guy in the group. Look, I'm mm-hmm. married to a black lady. It's okay if I rap. Are you accusing Toby Mac of cultural appropriation? Apparently, yes, I am. <laughs> Email us at xcompod. Your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Tell us what you uh, I'm just, I'm saying that there's a reason Michael Tate jumped ship. <laughs> well, they all jumped yeah. ship, kind of. Uh, but uh, Oh, he did first, right? <laughs> we're, yeah, I think so. We'll eventually get to that. That'll be, I think, in episode three or four. Uh, okay. In in 1990, the group was back out on the road with the Garmo and Key, and also went back into the studio to record their new album, New Thing. Oh God, was there a new this, metal on it? N U T H A N G. 
They hit the festival circuit again, this time playing Creation and Cornerstone along with a number of festivals in Europe. And a uh, new thing was released on you said September. It wrong. You can't say it that way. Yeah. Sorry. New it's thing. Fine. New thing was released on in September 1990. It went gold and made DC Talk a household name with the Christian youth, which, if it was Christian, was basically really shitty rock radio or hair metal. Um, one of the one of the hit singles, that's all they basically had back then. Um, uh, one of the hit singles, I Love Rap Music, is basically a Fresh Prince B-side. Um, but the most con- one of the most controversial tracks was the song Walls. Do you guys remember this song? Not I off mean, the top of my wanna, head. You want to sing a little bit of it? Walls. That's all I know. Mm, you say balls? balls of segregation. That's all I know. Uh, I bet you sound way better. Man, I I guarantee you Carmen's just fucking sitting in the shadows going, these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers. <laughs> they are stealing my glory. So the the song and the video, the song starts off with Martin Luther King speaking and then a yeah boy from Toby. Um, <laughs> uh, I won't lie. The song hit me hard when I was young. Uh, you Young dude growing up in a less than tolerant racial house. Uh, the music starts off with a memory of MLK and a white dude holding up a sign with the N word on it. Um, in a civil, what? I missed that. His... Oh, you did? It's right at the beginning. <laughs> that was right in the beginning. I missed it. Uh, yeah, it was. It was uh, during a civil rights fight. Uh, spliced mm-hmm. in between the group is dancing and singing with two very ripped shirtless men sledging hammers on a wall, um, and a pretty Ripples. graphic depictions of violence against black people people's place throughout the video um mm-hmm. and then there's also parts where they're burning a uh uh kkk hoodie um hoodie or a hood um we just watched the video what do you guys think about it i like how subtle it is okay mm-hmm. with you know all of the imagery in mm-hmm. case you didn't know what walls they were tearing down it's the walls of racism and segregation Mm, mm. new revelations oh you know now that i think more about it this was probably it what year was this 1989 1989 1990 i'm sorry oh sorry so this was probably like very revolutionary at the time i'm sure for christian Um, music for christian music absolutely yeah because this is yeah. at this time, I remember uh, maybe I know Toby Mac right around this time. Uh, they still at, at my church anyway. I remember being a little kid and everybody talking about Mark, Martin Luther King kind of as a bad guy mm-hmm. because of all the riots mm-hmm. that he started. Yeah. Now I don't know if that's true, but if it's true that he started a bunch of riots, I don't know. I'm still learning and I'm learning, but Mm -hmm. at the time I just remember it was a lot of like, well, remember he said peaceful, but you know, those people can't be peaceful. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of bullshit that we grew up with racism. And uh, this song was coming from that type of environment. The song was really out of kind of like, we didn't really hear any, 
Christian artist talking about race. Um, yeah. uh, it also so, made it kind of it made it feel more to me like they just use the plight of other people as like a prop. You know what I mean? Hmm. The way to just tell their story. They don't really care about the person. They're just like, oh, I understand. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say none of it is problematic. There's a lot of. Oh, no, I know. I thought that's what you were saying to begin with, that it was problematic. <laughs> no, I, I'm yeah. saying that like at the time and and if you're mm-hmm. like Chrissy was saying, if you're reviewing it at that time frame, uh, it was yeah. kind of revolutionary uh, for what Oh, no, it was. I agree with you guys 100 percent. But doing it now, good... there's a lot of there's... stuff in there lyrically that we could probably right. pull out and splice apart, which we're going to in some well with the, uh, the video you know, next too, like episode. You're talking about. <laughs> yeah. 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 The video the video is is really kind of uh kind of in your face with with a lot of the imagery, which won't be the first time we talk about that uh with mm-hmm. their music videos. Um, but you know, burning the clan hood is kind of like a fuck you um to to like, like half christians yeah 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 mm. uh we'll talk about that later it's oh, still not man. a great song i know it was revolutionary <laughs> oh, it's, it's still not a yeah, great it, song it's, it's not just a thing that existed yeah. in this world the, the video also showed who clearly thought that they were the main star of the group <laughs> yes yeah, dc talk in the was, camera yeah a lot of early dc talk was a lot of toby um and while He's the, the real two... Gwen Stefani of the group, yeah, Toby. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, she said it was a Gwen Stefani. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> oh, and and one You've thing all seen that the don't speak video. We know. Yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing that especially that this song does that keeps coming up with DC Talk is that um, racism is a sin issue. So oh, yeah, and something that can be solved with prayer and dedication to the Lord Jesus Christ. Checks no out. But... Internal work at all. Anyway, no unlearning anything. You don't nope. have to do the hard stuff. Mm-mm. I said um... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have I no mean, doubt. Wouldn't it be that... nice if they're right? Wouldn't it be nice? But it's not. Yeah, that's not how it is. I have no doubt that even the music, which was probably already banned. More conservative and racist parents lost their goddamn goose stepping minds to the lyrics and especially the music <laughs> video. This music yeah, this video. This is the even... time when Amy Grant was getting canceled for Baby Baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. But even today, how we criticize the video, this video today would be seen as too woke by the church. Uh, um, yeah, it's true. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. That's sad. Uh, yeah. The last single was made more famous because the last single on this album, uh, "New Thing," was made uh, more famous because said it wrong un- again. What did I say? Oh, damn it! It's thang. New Thing <laughs> yeah. uh, was made for- more famous because of an unearthed video of a kid singing the song on what appears to be a cable access church program. Boys and girls, the Lord Jesus Christ is the one who gives us new life and he's doing a new thing for us. You're always doing it. God is doing a new thing. You're always doing it. God is doing a new thing. You're always doing it. Who's doing it? God is doing a new thing. You're always doing it. Yo, who's doing it? God is doing a new thing. 
It's John Mulaney. Is that what you're going to say? It's Josh just John Mulaney. Harris. Josh Harris. <laughs> no, that's Pete yeah. Davidson. <laughs> it did look oh, like God. him. <laughs> um, and then the last thing on this album really quick, uh, because a listener uh, made a comment about this song. Um, mm. Children can live without it. Which is a anti-abortion song about song. not indoctrinating your kids with Christianity, right? <laughs> now that uh, would be revolutionary. I'm working on it. I'm writing it right now. <laughs> here, here are some of the lyrics. Um, I don't want another country. I want to mm. recognize intent of our forefathers when they wrote precisely what they meant. Taken on the form of Christian, but the power is denied. In God we trust only when we lust for the apple of our eye. One nation Ooh. under God with morals out of proportion and end result is murder under legalized abortion. Ooh. So let's have Christian nationalism. <sighs> Toby Mac. Oh, after he, Toby Mac set the pen down and he's like, I'm going to change the world. Now somebody go get me a Big Mac. <laughs> Toby's hungry for a Big Mac. Toby Mac loves you know, Big Macs. <laughs> he probably went to one of those like prayer meetings at midnight at Planned Parenthood, pray for all the mm-hmm. oh, absolutely. Souls, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. came home and was like, I got a I can I I got an idea and it slaps. I got a red <laughs> And then he went out for his Big Mac. No, this is the this is the early nineties, right? So this is off the chain. <laughs> Back when they still supersized. Yeah, boy, Morgan Spurlock, motherfucker. Oh, um, uh, for some reason, despite the album being released in nineteen ninety, they got nominated for a nineteen ninety two Grammy Award for Best Rock and Contemporary <laughs> Gospel Album. Uh, they this lost. All the, sounds set up. <laughs> yeah, they lost to the great Russ Taff. And his goddamn cover album of gospel classics. How fucking lame is that? Um, <laughs> it, what? It's very on brand, though, that yes. it took the Christian community two years to realize yeah. that this was there. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, this was the Grammys. This wasn't the Dove Awards. We'll get into Dove Awards in a little bit. But they yeah, probably just forgot yeah. to fucking yeah. submit it because it's like, true. it's popular now. <laughs> that's true. Oh, good fucking God. crazy. Uh, all right. Uh, on August thirty first, nineteen ninety, DC Talk started their first co their first co headlining tour with the Newsboys, oh, and God. finished out most of the rest of the year playing with the Boys from Down Under. That's one hundred percent probably like my biggest Christian band for sure. Oh, I can't wait to do a series on oh. them. Yeah, I was like so into them. I still listen to them every once in a while. We texted each other about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like guilt Chris- listening. <laughs> Christmas saw uh, DC Talk appear on the forefront Christmas record called "Yo Ho Ho." Oh God! Ew! How many pirate songs are on it? <sighs> Probably. Uh, which it was a compilation of <laughs> their Christian rappers, like heavyweights like ETW or End Time Warriors. MC Gigi D Boy Gigi. I don't know. MC G I don't know. D Boy Rodriguez and Transformor Transformation Crusade. 
<laughs> that one's um, probably got nothing um, but like eighties break beats and shit. Like Electric yeah. Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Um in nineteen ninety one, the group opened up on the road opening up for the great opportunist Michael W. Smith. Oh my god. Oh. They did festival rounds and spent most of September in Europe with Whiteheart. Um, when they mm. got back to the US, DC Talk wanted to do their own thing, their own mm-hmm. way. No yeah. more opening for out of touch older groups. Mm-hmm. They hit the road again, but headlining the new school jam, N U S K O L N U S K O O L. Um, Jam with the Newsboys, the Dynamic Twins, and Heather and Kristen. Um, Man, those are both... I hate when people just put their first names as the band name. That's so fucking just it's better than cool. decent Christian talk. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah, I never that. Simon and uh, Garfunkel. <laughs> yeah, uh, they toured. This tour would tour colleges and high schools around the country uh, through the end of 1991. Something else happened in 1991 that gave the group legitimacy within the CCM world when possibly the biggest name in Christian music had DC Talk on maybe his most important album with hits like 1955, Our <laughs> Turn Is Now, Satan Bite the Dust, Holy oh! Ghost Stop, and oh! the title track, Addicted to Jesus. Oh, shit. Don't Carmen. You- what? Remember how we talked about how Christians constantly use the word addicted mm-hmm. to not mean addicted, but just I like it. Wait, are you, you telling me stop. you're not A to J? Oh, shit. She's not A to J, Chaz. She's got a good phone. You are not A to J. <laughs> I'm A to J. Donovan, are you A to J? I'm A to J every day, baby. Hell yeah. Chrissy, you're not A to J? Say I don't Chrissy. even fucking know what that means. It's like Chrissy. that time you wanted me to know what bands were, then I didn't. You gotta say it. You gotta say it, or we're not cool. You gotta say it. What the you fuck say... does it mean? Addicted, Addicted to Jesus. Jesus. A to J. Have you never seen the, the the Addicted to Jesus music video? No, and please don't make me watch it. If, if I see the, share, the screen is being shared again. Menacing. Sorry, guys. I was not sorry. No, no. Never hey, Amiga the Devil. That let's was... go to that. <laughs> no, let's not. <laughs> All you right. Want me to uh, yeah, let's go to Cocaine <laughs> and Abel. <laughs> That's a no. good jump from this. <laughs> no. Uh, 
Carmen even filmed a little music video with DC Talk, which was totally not a cheese fest or appropriation of black street culture at all or anything. Um, but regardless, it became a huge hit. Dude, I didn't even realize to like now because of just how numb we are to this shit. Those motherfuckers were around a burning barrel of trash. I, yeah. I oh, noticed there was... that too. And I was like, you suburban assholes. Right. Never. We want to look urban as fuck, so we're going to just stand around this trash can. <laughs> fuck. You, this is right, right? As he stares at Michael Tate. This is what everybody does. This is what you see outside your windows. Everybody just it's very Michael Scott. Movies. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Scott, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Oh. The, the worst part of prison was the Dementors. <laughs> oh, um, 1992 saw less touring as they mostly just played the festival circuit from spring to fall. That year mm. saw them make it into the national spotlight, though. They mm. made waves with their live performance of New Thang on the Dove Awards. Um, nice <laughs> answer. Yeah. Uh, Bring it Forf around. Forefront Records put out a VHS long-form video of DC Talk called Rap, Rock, and Soul. It featured oh, all their music. It featured all their music videos up to that point, and in between the in between the music videos were interviews, the group fucking around and rehearsing. Uh, these these types of long form videos were very popular in the eighties and nineties. Christian oh, I have so many cure ones. Yeah, they were they were. Or I yeah, had a so couple many of those. cure ones. Um, I used I to miss get them. so stoned and lay on the couch and watch the cure. Yeah, I have the, I have a couple like I think I have a couple Depeche Mode and Alice in Chains one, but they were yeah a bunch of oh, I, I think I have all the cure ones, but uh. Uh, but Christian no, networks. No, that was the other one. Christian networks and music video shows would play these from time to time as well. Uh, but these were an easy cash grab for record labels. Uh, I remember we had a bunch of these, uh, and they would either come from the Christian bookstore or the video store. Uh, they would be for sale. Um, we bought them, so some sometimes they were sent to the church for free. Anyway. Uh, they, uh, they won a Dove Award for Best Long Form Video. Uh, they also won a Dove Award for I Love Rap Music under Rap Hip Hop Song Recording of the Year. So, yay, they won some stuff. Um, hey, uh, email well us xcompod at gmail.com if you had some of these long form videos and please tell us which ones. And yeah. if you can remember if they were ridiculous. Oh, I, would, I had. I'm gonna look it up on YouTube. I, I had I so could... many Christian ones. I had so many Christian. I was gonna ones. say I had like three of the Carmen ones, like two live oh ones, and then when DVDs yeah. started coming out, Dennis started buying from a uh, TBN. He would buy like all the fucking Carmen live DVDs and shit. Yeah. Oh shit! I had a Kirk Franklin one. Mm. It's probably when he cooler. did that stomp. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Make um, me wanna stop. Stop. Make me clap my hands. Make me wanna dance. I was thinking that at the fucking when he popped up in the fucking parade this year on Thanksgiving. It's like what the fuck? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how? How? Like what? That was maybe he's coming out with was... a new album or something. And he had that thing with his son like a year or two ago too, where he left him that voicemail. He was like, "You are a disgraced piece of shit." I've never given you money again. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> um, 
Uh, DC Talk got on one of the hottest TV shows of the 90s, the Arsenio Hall show, where they proudly claim that they were just, quote, two honks and a Negro serving the Lord. <gasps> Wait, give them something. Give them a little something. Go ahead, man. Break it down. When you really break it down. We're just two honks and a Negro serving the Lord. We're just two honks and a Negro singing our song no they said yes. that out loud on tv and guess what they put it on one man? of their albums no, <laughs> no, 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 no. yes 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 and all the interviews where they say stuff like that and michael tate's in the background he definitely doesn't look like it's hurting him at all yeah it's not mm. making him feel sad or uh, othered uh, they perform the title track for their upcoming album, Free at Last. Oh, Mis- oh that, that alone. That's uh, that's so Mis- fucked. Mr. Arsenio Hall said it was a tribute to Martin Luther King, and there is nothing better than seeing a white man rap about the shackles of slavery and sin. Mm-hmm. So, See, token, uh, token. We have a token black guy in our band, so we can talk yeah. about this. Well, yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm really sure Martin Luther King totally meant that he wanted to be free at last from the sack, shackles of sin, and not you know he probably wouldn't disagree with it though. I mean, he was a rebel. I think partially he wouldn't disagree with it, but I think he would be also like, yeah, we're doing some social stuff here, and this isn't all about your eternal soul. This so. This is making me think a lot about Shrek again, you guys, because this is layered as fuck. <laughs> Wait, what about but, Shrek? <laughs> yeah. It's layered, bro, like an onion. Like, like when Shrek onion. was yeah. singing about Martin Luther King's dream. Even <laughs> yeah. Though he's, yeah. Even though he's green. Um, <laughs> well, free at last. <laughs> green is a color. That's not um, white. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lord Farquhar. Uh um free... <laughs> Lord fuck what do you mean? <laughs> free Did at not last put was... that together until I was an adult. Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh I'd... um wait, wait, I was wait, a very wait, sheltered dum dum. Wait. wait. <laughs> what? I didn't. He didn't put it together either. I guarantee you. I never on. thought I never Our knew part. that. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a key party moment. Um, <laughs> oh, they're the best. Bringing that up again. They're yeah. the best. I love free at last. Like free at last was a was a humongous hit. CCM magazine ranks it as the ninth best best Christian album of all time. That's a feat, and it it's even ahead of Jesus Freak. What? Which wow. We no. will get into next week. Uh, I'm going to play Jesus it Freak, live. I think they have it num- ranked number fifteen, if I remember right. Um, Donovan, I really think that before next week, you should make us a TikTok for our TikTok, mm. where you do like a cover of Jesus Freak. I'll totally do it. I would listen to that. I found a cover of me and Danielle's cousin from like 12 years ago doing a cover of What If I Stumble, and I go full falsetto and everything. It's really bad. What if I stumble? Oh, yeah. God. yeah. I remember singing that in the car. That fucking stupid part. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm a mezzo soprano, so I can't hit those notes. It's, it's, it's fun it's to just, pretend. It's just doing voices. You just got to do more voices. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus is just all right and love is a ver- verb were two of the biggest Christian songs of not just that year, but of the decade. And I can hear some of you doing the. Sounds like the opening to Bluey. Or say or yelling out love is a verb. I'm sure you all remember the videos also. Another song. Jesus is just dog Another song that is was it a revolutionary single. that love is a fucking verb. I, I like yes, duh. To Christians, I love you. That's they never they never put it together. Love is a verb. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like it's some dumb shit where they're so uh, like obsessed with agape love versus eros. You know, the, you had those sermons, right? Yeah. Uh, but in the they're end, they're so obsessed with all that they don't realize that love is an active thing that you have to work at. Right. It doesn't. I mean, we've all been married for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't. But just in the happen. end, love is a verb. <laughs> uh, another Do song you, that was a single. Sorry, I, sorry I keep derailing. I just was going to yeah, ask go you guys: <laughs> Do you ever like when you're listening to something like a song that was written or watching a movie with like heavy dialogue? Do you ever like wonder like? This must be where they were like put the pen down for the day and were like, I'm done. I wrote the best line I wrote. You know what I mean? Like So what when I was getting my um creative writing degree, uh, mm. they used to call those lines your little darlings. Mm. And then they would mm. always say, You have to kill your little darlings. You gotta kill them. Nice. And I was like, no, that's cool. Fuck you. I just wrote something really good. I'm not killing it. I'm putting it on the fucking wall or needle pointing it onto a pillow that sounds like ways I'm... to kill the darlings <laughs> no you have to like cut them out because if you're too psyched on a line you know cormac mccarthy doesn't do that no. colleen hoover doesn't do that no they Does just Stephen write. king do that no i don't I think, think so. so no i think he um, embraces his little darling yeah he just ends fucking chapters on him <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, another song that was a single and there was a video for it was The Hard Way. This fucking song. Oh, man. I remember that. Yeah. The video shows the group in a prison with real inmates. They're oh, hanging man. with murderers and thieves that Jesus told us, to, like Jesus told us to, uh, which is rad. But they appropriated the flawed Christian criminal justice system in the pain and the evil that it does as a trope for your battle with sin. There is Christians nothing like don't have a problem with appropriating really bad Absolutely. struggles for their struggle not to beat yeah. their meat, you know. Yeah, there's nothing again, like. Com- Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it just goes again to them using people's plights as plot like props in their shit. Yeah, yep. yeah. There's nothing like comparing someone in jail for 20 years for smoking a joint to your battles with the flesh. <laughs> um. Uh, they did, I did they, not read they, that I, next line. Sorry, I sort uh, of said the same thing. Yeah, they, <laughs> they actually did a concert for the inmates, so that was very Johnny Cash of them. Um, I, I hope they wore all black because let's appropriate everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> they were just in very big overalls. Uh, the album uh, was sort of ahead of its time and uh, a response of to pop culture. And that was the message of purity culture with the songs like That Kind of Girl, 
and the diss track to George Michael's I Want Your Sex, which <laughs> was I Don't Want Your. I Don't Want Your Sex? You know he's dead, right? What? You didn't know that? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Still one of my favorite moments of all time. <laughs> I'm such a dumbass. When you just when you googled it because you didn't believe us. <laughs> that was funny. That was I great. still can't believe it. I still like. I've seen Careless Whisper a lot. That doesn't mean he can't be dead. And but I, I don't want him to be. <laughs> That's a valid point. I do that a yeah. lot. <laughs> so if I don't want it to be that, um, I rebuke it from my memory. I learned it in church. Hellish rebuke. <laughs> uh, I need to. Cor- I need to make a correction. The name of the song was called "I Don't Want It." Uh, uh, not I not. It. I don't want your. Yeah, it's called "I Don't Want It." And that the lyrics. Is that what the girl he was trying to make out with said? But yeah, uh-huh. probably. Uh, th- this is. Uh, these are some of the lyrics. Uh, Sex is test when I'm pressed. So back up off with less of that zest. Impress this brother <laughs> with your life of virtue. The innocence that's spent is gonna hurt you. Safe is the way they say to play. Then again, safe ain't safe at all today. So just wait for the mate that's straight from God and don't have sex till you tie the knot. This is the most kindergarten rapping I've ever heard of my life. <laughs> Did they say sex or S-E-X? S-E-X. No, he definitely spelled it to make more fucking like, like, you fucking know. Fucking coward. Yeah. Oh, and here's, here's the bridge from the bridge from Kevin Max is one nine hundred L O V E S E X is on the TV. Too much skin in your vision. You gotta make the right decision. God has put his God has set his higher standard higher. Purity is his desire. I'm gonna mm. choose to wait. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want it. I don't want what? your sex for now. That didn't rhyme. For he now. definitely said the original lyrics were definitely I don't want to masturbate. Um, what was the first line or first two lines again? From uh, which part? The first part or the second part that I read? Yes. Okay. The first one is (laughs) SEX is test when I'm pressed. So back off to so back up off with less of that zest. You no, love the that. Where he says you love that. Like one nine hundred something. Oh, uh, that's the next know, one. Was that the next one? Um, it's uh one nine hundred L O V E S E X is on the TV. I wonder what how close this was to one nine hundred mix a lot and ditch those nasty uh-huh. Yeah, probably nothing Rissy, like that. you are so right. That is exactly what they were probably trying to fucking do, knowing these motherfuckers. Yeah. Holy shit. Let's appropriate uh, everything. Oh my god, dude. At least his his lyrics weren't as bad. There were there was actually some nice some nice rhyming in that. It's definitely not as bad as safe is the way to play. Then again, safe ain't safe at all today. <laughs> well, plus, Mix a lot gave us girls with the big asses. Um, yeah. A little bit of you know. I prefer my girl with the big ass Bible. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, I hate you. 
Because an ass uh, Bible sounds like something you stick in your crack. <laughs> okay, very true. I do uh, have a sticker on my desk that says I want a I want a girl that is a freak in the sheets and she reads her Bible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the group got back on national TV, appearing on the most of the daytime TV shows and in national magazines as the clean and godly alternative to the rising rap fad. The group also won a Dove Award for their song, Can I Get a Witness, for Best Hip Hop Rap Song. They won a Grammy for Best Rock Gospel Album of the Year, beating off, I mean, beating out George, uh, Jeff Moore in the distance, DeGarmo and Key, and Disciples of Christ. Whoa. That sucks. Uh, 1993 started off with a little nugget I found combing, trying to find something that would spice up the history of DC Talk. And this one really kind of hit me. Um, the Ku Klux Klan was formed in Pulaski, Tennessee on December 24th, 1864. Since mm. 18, since 1986, they had returned to Pulaski on the first weekend of January to celebrate their heritage and, of course, not hate. Um, oh, oh, and it was Get supposed to be the Notre Dame football team. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I wish they would have said that. Get me the fighting <laughs> Irish. Uh, oh, and uh, and it was supposed to supposed to be a fuck you to MLK and his holiday, uh, which took took time around the took part around the same time. Uh, the town was uh, not happy with this at all. Um, and by 1989, the Aryan Nation joined the KKK in their march. The town countered by closing for the weekend when they showed up. Um, but this wasn't enough for the town. And by 1993, the town needed to respond with their own march and celebration of racial unity. I'm really worried about where DC Talk is going to fit in all this. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, by I the mean, time how, the in how badly, how, how bad should you feel about your movement if the Aryan nation joins it? We've all seen American History X. They're not good people. None of them are good. Um, by by the time <laughs> the, the inbred chuckle fucks got around to burning their crosses, DC Talk took the stage across town for oh, their shit. very first concert of 1993 with the town of Pulaski, Tennessee. I couldn't find out if the group participated in the march before the concert, but it wouldn't surprise me either way. And the mayor declared the day DC Talk Day. So the they same were part, day, the same day they were they Wonderful. were part of the counter, um, um, concert and celebration uh, against the KKK and the Aryan Nation. So, so wouldn't um, you call it like just say no to the KKK or you know take back the black? I don't take know. back Pulaski. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But they they named it DC Talk Day, um, which which to to their credit, they, they it was used as a kind of a giant fuck you to the KKK of having a mixed group, um, racially mixed group on stage um, and also that they are Christians um, had DOC. So that would have really been a fuck you. Yeah, but they wanted to show the racial unity aspect of everything i understand that absolutely but uh, chrissy's right if the town have a having a primarily white town have a all black group would i think show a lot more 
unity. Oh, yeah. Than one token black guy. I don't disagree with you. I'm just I saying do. that this was like 1993 or something. Yeah. So back, you know, this back was seen then as when revolutionary. Thought, yeah, yeah. Back when Christians thought rap was just a fad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but for some reason in 1993, they went out on tour again, opening for Michael W. Smith. I really couldn't understand why. Um, I, I thought they would be big enough at this point in time to do their own tour. Um, but Smith was on top of the Christian music world and some of the secular world with his 1991 song Place in This World. Um, that was humongous. Uh, the tour went from January to May. And yours truly was at the May 8th concert in 1992 in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh, hell yeah. I love Hershey, Pennsylvania. Hell yeah. Chocolate. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, they, chocolate, yeah. What? Uh, what? What? It's bad chocolate. It tastes like Where's plastic. the disconnect button here? <laughs> Chrissy is muted. Chrissy's saying some really <laughs> fucked up shit today. She's almost got booted twice. I know. <laughs> Wait, how did I get booted the other time? Because you said you didn't. You weren't J two L or J two A. You're not A two J. That was not A two J. Supposed to remember things. You're like an A two because uh, I'm I am it. So it's okay if I forget it. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh... Uh, they again did the summer festival tours, uh, some shows here and there uh, for the rest of the year. Their biggest appearance was on November 12th, 1992, when they appeared on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, where they played Jesus is Just All Right. Oh, yeah. Jesus is just all right. And, and Jay Leno was up there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all he's uh, doing is thinking about fucking a car. Yeah. He doesn't uh, care. <laughs> Yeah, it's his favorite episode of uh, My Strange Addiction. <laughs> He's oh, like, shit, that's oh, me. Yeah, that's just some good ideas. <laughs> that's just me. You guys see that? That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I just put uh, a flashlight right there. <laughs> on uh, February 17th, 1994, DC Talk went out on the road again on their second headlining tour with the Free at Last Tour. With supporting acts, Audio Adrenaline and oh. Eden. Oh no, both what? of them. Fuck, uh, I don't. Oh, no, I don't like they, those guys. I, they yeah. brought along a film crew to film the entire tour for the Free at Last movie, but the film wouldn't be released until 2002. Uh, this uh, tour went until May again, only only stopping once for the Dove Awards. Uh, where they won Best Hip-Hop Rap Song for the song Socially Acceptable, um, and then Best Rock Song for with Jesus Is Just Alright. Uh, Socially Acceptable is a great little ditty about how the evils of yesterday are, oh no, the evils of today are being accepted. Uh, in coded language, mm. homosexuality. Quote, times are changing with moral decay. Human rights have made the wrongs okay. And, quote, mm -hmm. they're sliding away because everything is okay. It's taboo back then, but today you say, hey, what the... Or, it's <laughs> taboo back then, but today you say, what the hey? Down by what the bay, the I'll, eat, I'll eat hay. What do you say? Let's make it things out of clay. 
It's that fucking C from, it's that C from Happy Gilmore. Exactly. <laughs> we just so, made. <laughs> yeah, some more liberty. Yeah, I was thinking Princess Bride. <laughs> you want a peanut? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, liberty really oozing out of them with those lyrics. Um, but uh, early... I hate Toby Mac so much more. Um, yeah. Early in 1994, Tate and Kevin met with Billy Graham and talked of, talked and prayed. Uh, As later you do. that, yep. Later that year, on July 11th, DC Talk played in Cleveland, Ohio, for Billy Graham in front of 85,000 people. They would play for him again, again October 29th in Atlanta, Georgia, and they would remain close with Graham for the rest of his life, playing for him numerous times throughout the years. Um, in 1994, Toby also got married to his girlfriend, Amanda. Um, mm. so they had, they finally tied the knot, um, during 1994. And they never had sex before that. Not until then. Nope. Right. Nope. Yep. Just over uh, the pants stuff. And butt stuff. <laughs> Gotta get that butt Bible out. He's like, this is what I meant when I said people learn the hard way. You about to learn, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Some people have to learn the hard way. You know he's the type of guy who who absolutely sings during sex. <laughs> you yeah. like that? Yeah. Mm. Um, what will people say if here, they knew here, I was a Jesus? <laughs> he reminds I me was of thinking more like oh. baby baby. Oh, I, <laughs> I picture him as Bo from um uh oh, what the fuck is his name? Hazard. No, that show <laughs> uh with the where they're working at a like a Walmart. Place. Duke. Oh, uh Superstore? Superstore, yeah. Bo from Superstore. The uh okay. John Jonathan Pemberton. He goes wah, 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 like the fake <laughs> like the wannabe yeah. rap guy. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, that's it. Toby Mac to me. If I ever make a DC Talk movie and it's like a kind of parody thing like the Weird Al one, I'm casting Aziz Ansari as Toby Mac. Oh no, man! I would, I oh man, I would do, I would definitely do Jonathan Pemberton as as uh, Toby. Johnny Mac. Pemberton for real? Yeah, absolutely. That's fucking great. <laughs> I would cast Matt Damon. Matt. <laughs> I would no, pay to see Tate. Matt Damon rap. That's uh, Michael Tate yeah. for sure. We got to whitewash <laughs> it no, some way. Mike, Mike Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Oh man, that'd be he fucking great. I love yeah. Jesus. I'll do this every day. Say hello to your All day. Phone. Every day. <laughs> Jesus is my homeboy. <laughs> I'm ADJ. Uh <laughs> during during nineteen ninety-four, Toby was producing and trying to get a label to put out Out of Eden's Loving the Day album, but no one would do it. So Toby formed his own label called Goatee Records. Like the face hair? G-O-T-E-E. Yeah, like the facial hair. Yeah. If you got because he yeah. Uh I don't know if you guys know Goatee Records. Mm -mm. No. No? Okay. Uh he wanted to produce and release more hip hop and rap albums. After selling selling ten thousand singles of Ada Eden's cover Love of Lovely Day, the label took off and within two years was looking for major label distribution. Groups like Grits and Christopher I, 
or Christafari, uh, I always said it Christafari, uh, helped build the label and rock groups like Johnny Q Public and Reliant K helped bring in new fans to the label and make more sales. Wait, Reliant K was on that yep. label? That's where they started. Wow. Um, Forefront put out another long form video for DC Talk called Narrow is the Road. It sold over 50,000 copies. It Did they much... just open Pilgrim's Progress and close their eyes and point and pick phrases to oh, name their he... goddamn stupid shit? Narrow is the road. Do they have a wicket gate? Was was New album? Thing in um, Pilgrim's Progress? I think that was chapter yeah. four. Yeah, it's when he goes through um, Vanity Damn. Fair. Yeah, He's thou dost do the new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was much of like the previous one with the tour and rehearsal footage and music videos, but included meeting with Billy Graham. Uh, also, also including meeting the great Larry Norman. Uh, they included a live cover of I Wish We'd All Been Ready. Um, it was also included on the Wow 1996 album. It was also included in a trailer for the Free at Last movie in, uh, sorry, uh, the video also included a trailer for the Free at Last movie in a theater near you that did not happen. Um, That cover was also used on, I believe, the Jesus Freak single, which we'll get into next week. But uh, (sighs) they closed out their year with two major conferences. One was DC slash LA 94 which was a giant youth conference on each coast about three weeks apart from each other in July and August, featuring speakers and artists like Jeff Moore in the distance, Petra, the Newsboys, Amy Grant, and Michael W. Smith. Um, Yeah, I love Petra. Uh, They also played what looks like back-to-back weekends in the Den of Sin, the American Sodom and Gomorrah, are examples of excess, sex, and gluttony, Disney World. Oh. oh, I was thinking Cleveland. Fuck. Disney, that's even worse. <laughs> As part of the Night of Joy concert <laughs> series, which was a nightly, a yearly concert series that started in 1983. Boo. Seven years before the gays persecuted all the Christians by having their own day at the park. Oh, oh my God. You know what? When I worked at Disney, no. gay day was always really fun. They're that persecuting the Christians by triggers. getting their day. That yeah, triggers the I'm, fuck out of me. I am very true. My father uh, used to we'll... go on rants about that because my mother was like a Disney adult. So, bro. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was fucking okay. nuts. We'd be watching mm-hmm. like fucking The Lion King and then out of nowhere, just a rant would come through, ripping through the house. I'm like, oh, Akona, Akona, Akona. <laughs> I grew up right near Anaheim. In fact, I lived there for a while and I can't yeah. tell you uh, how many uh, sermons we got about uh, gay day. And oh, how, sure. Um, <clears throat> and I, it, honest, for me, it was just like, oh, which That's didn't start until fun. I think ninety one. They closed yeah. down the park because they don't want kids seeing the gays having sex everywhere, especially in the bathrooms. They're coming all over on... the teacups. Yeah, you don't want to go on the small world because there's no cameras in there, and they just get up to no good. 
<laughs> they're grabbing all the dolls because you know they're all gay and all pedophiles. <laughs> yeah, all gay people with pedophiles. They climb to the magic mountain and they ride it down on each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they broke the yeti up there because they said it was a it was a big bear. <laughs> <laughs> What's why the difference like, between why a bear are we and an like Woody Allen? I don't. I, I was know. thinking of like an old like Brooklyn woman. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I see uh, the this connection. Is, yeah, this is where yeah. we're going to finish out the episode. 1995 was another slow touring year for the band. I remember hearing rumors that they had broken up or were breaking up. Uh, I also remember hearing that they were working on something new. My sister was a humongous DC Talk super fan, like some would be boy boy band types. Uh, she had all the videos either on VHS or recorded all the stuff off TV. She had magazines and the cassettes and eventually CDs. Um, but the group had already started writing and started performing their newest hit song in early 1995 when they were on tour in South Africa. On August 1st, 1995, DC Talk released the single for their upcoming album of the same name, Jesus Freak. And that's where we'll leave it off next week. Oh, what will people think? So, sorry that was more of a history lesson than anything. No, um, we need to know. That was fantastic. We need historical week. criticism. I don't. I guarantee you there's probably like one other person who's covered DC Talk. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really look it up, uh, but uh, it's... Uh, yeah, uh, I'm sure I got stuff wrong. If you know anything that I got wrong, please mail us, email us. I would really like to know. This interests me. Um, I do like hearing criticism um, and telling stuff that I got wrong. But anyway, um, yeah, I just uh, next week is going to be a little less history, uh, more of let's talking about the album Jesus Freak itself um, and some of the impact that it had lyrically with the video and what it had in the future with uh, with the mm. book that books that came out, um, and uh, then maybe we'll finish the third episode with more of a history thing. So, how do you guys feel about the history of DC Talk so far, going up to 1995? I wish I, I never mean, I knew, knew they name. ripped off everything. I knew, but hearing the dates and thinking about what was going on pop culture wise at the time. Mm. They really ripped a lot of shit off. I'm amazed they didn't have a video with um, clips from the the Rodney King riots. Oh yeah, like the DC the mm. videos really show it how how des- desperately copy and paste. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like and yeah, and I mean it's just not I'm, it's just not them. So I mean we can't really. Uh, throw it on them because I know it's were, a lot like uh, Main like, Street backs that were the same thing, oh, yeah. but you know, yeah, um, they tried to be fresh. It tried to be f- like Fresh Prince, mm-hmm. um, D, uh, MC Hammer kind of avenue of like you know, squeaky clean kind of hip hop, but with like a Christian mm-hmm. angle. Um, so but they they to me they're more of a boy band. Um, and I, I know they that. don't. I don't I know they don't like that and didn't like that label, but they don't play any of their own instruments. Um, they all sing um, at that point in time. I don't know how they went further on in their career. I didn't follow them after Jesus Freak, but uh, um, mm-hmm. I followed them yeah. for a little while. Their, their album Supernatural that was probably the last one I listened to. 
Okay. <clears throat> oh shit, I remember that one. Yeah, we'll get Gotta into that one eventually. We'll still try and supernatural. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's uh um it was interesting. I wasn't real too motivated going into this until I was just like, God damn, I remember all this stuff. I think that's probably why I didn't want to um uh dive into this is because I was like, oh man, I gotta remember all the time I had to ride listening to fucking DC talk with my sister. Um, it's I didn't realize how many people had their fingers in DC talk. What do you mean? Well, like Carmen and Jerry Falwell. Oh yeah, dudes, and they just had their fingers all up in those. Well, guys. you knew Carmen, right? I forgot that he even had a oh, song with him. Okay, to be yeah. honest, yeah, um, there were a lot. I mean, Jerry Falwell, uh, Jim Baker with Kevin Kevin Smith. So that's kind of weird, but yeah. <laughs> um, like Carmen had like four songs that sounded exactly like that. Addicted to Jesus, <laughs> Who's in the House, JC, all that shit. How are you guys doing now that now now that the episode's over? The usual triggered. Okay, great. Yeah, I feel Wait, like Chrissy? yeah. I mean, kind of just I feel dirty. Mm-hmm. That too. Just that you like DC Talk at one point, or yeah. I mean, some of the <coughs> songs they still slap. Oh, yeah, yeah. I still listen to I it just, sometimes. Yeah. No. But like I said, it's like a once every two month thing when I do listen to them because it's just, I don't know, it's weird because they do slap, but it's just like so much triggering bullshit. Involved. Do they slap or do they slap nostalgia? That's they that's 100%. Nostalgia. Yeah, 100%. Okay. It's something that, oops, sorry. It's something I enjoyed when I was a kid. So, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Well, we'll leave it there. Um, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. We've gotten a couple more messages uh, recently that we really appreciate. Um, we're going to respond to them as quick as possible. Um, and uh, we want to thank the band Iron Sheik for letting us use a song. Those heads are our heads for our intro and outro song. Uh, go listen to their all, all of their stuff. Um, on uh, any social media with Iron C-H-I-C. Um, please rate, mm. review, and subscribe and do all the other jazz for us. Uh, we'd like to have more listeners. And Please. Yes, please. We're praying for it and it's not happening. So That's a lie. A it's work. happening each week. <laughs> I'm just, I was pushing the agenda that prayer doesn't work, Chaz. Okay. Yeah, God. it doesn't work. Um <laughs> We if are you growing. leave us a review, send us, so. a, leave us a good one. That two star made me so sad. Yeah. Well, you know Don't what? Make Do Chrissy two sad, guys. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you guys. Wait, no. Oh, God. What did I do? Don't abuse our fan base. I'm sorry. We love you, fans. I lash you. out. I lash out. I have problems. When I get intimate, I lash out. <laughs> um, email us, please, at xcompod <laughs> at gmail.com. Tell tell Donovan that he's okay. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, follow us and reach out to us. Reach out to us on all our social medias. Yeah, Chaz answers ex- those and tell Chaz that he is a great writer. No, please oh, don't. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, at XCOM Pod, um, at on Instagram and pretty much every social media platform except for Twitter. And uh, we have a and Facebook. Facebook, which is the X Communication Station podcast. Mm-hmm. And 
Donovan, you're next. No, I am. Sorry. Yeah, man. Uh, you can follow me at ChazXCure or 17 underscore seconds on Instagram. That's where you'll find me. Um, and you can listen to my other podcast, The Holy Hour, where Antonio and uh, Gavin and I talk all things cure related. And Donovan, do you have a hot take for us? Yeah, I'm going to say this one, but I, I want people's opinions. If you can reach out and tell me, do you think the hot takes should be the Christian oriented stuff that we talk about or just the random hot takes? OK, you know what I mean? <laughs> I like your random hot takes. OK, cool. Uh, my hot take for this week is now that I call now that I believe I'm an elder emo, you know what I mean? Like I'm a little bit mm-hmm. mature, but I'm still emo. Uh, Tim Burton's over fucking rated, bro. It's like, true. It's so I'm so tired of hearing about how he made Nightmare Before Christmas when it's a Henry Selleck film. Like, mm-hmm. suck my butt, dude. Like he just drew some shit and was like, isn't this cool? And then, Slapped his name on it. Yeah, it's not cool, man. And then and then. Once people start talking about how he didn't even direct it, motherfucker came out with Corpse Bride, which is like, it's yeah. okay, but it's like, yeah. it's clear to me what he was doing with that. And now he doesn't even have original ideas anymore. He's just fucking doing whatever. So I just. No, it's yeah. all just like, what can I cast Johnny Depp in and uh, Helena mm-hmm. Bottom? Yeah. Really unimaginative mm-hmm. stuff for quite a while now. If you want. If you go to Tim Burton looking for like amazing outcast written stories and stuff, I suggest you turn your ass around and go to anything Gilmero del Toro has made. Mm-hmm. Because he's oh yeah yeah. I watched the new Pinocchio and I fucking cried like the whole time, dude. I'm, the whole time. I still have to watch it. Maybe we'll get to it this weekend. It's um, so good. It's the best version I've ever seen. It's even better than the one I'm always like. It was my favorite movie. It's so good, dude. I don't think oh, I've right. liked a Tim Burton movie since Big Fish, and that was in 2003. Yeah, I like that one. That's a, I like that one. I mean, the movie was okay, in my opinion. Um, but the, I like that the story. book was life-changing for me. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. The story's yeah. amazing, 100%. But he did Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and I can't. like. That's one of my all-time favorite movies. But, and I, but I that's... Like that's... That's so Paul Rubens, though. You know what I mean? Like, he had I so know. much to do with even the vision of I, that. I understand that. But, like, I, he's still attached to it, and I can't. Well, he like he made Batman, and Batman 89 is, like, one of my favorite movies of all time. So I give him a pass on some stuff, too. But I just feel like it's, like, whenever someone's like, oh, goth, Tim Burton, emo, Tim Burton. You know what I mean? It's and just hot topic, Tim Burton. Who are, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know people who are super into Nightmare Before Christmas? Mm-hmm. We all know mm-hmm. someone like that. I'm, like I'm sure that, some of you honest. are cool. Well, I like <laughs> it too, but the people who are super, like, it's like Disney adults. I we all know saying. someone like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I feel yeah. you. Uh, Chrissy, do you have anything for us? <clears throat> yes, I do, actually. I read the coolest book series last week um, by one of my favorite authors, her name is uh, Naomi Novak, and she wrote okay. a bunch of really cool books like uh, Uprooted and Spinning Silver, which are just out of this world phenomenal. But I just awesome. finally read this series called the Scholomance series, and okay. it is a really dark, fucked up, weird world. Um, it's like Harry Potter, with but with a lot of child death. Oh, which, that's my favorite. I'm, I'm, I realize I'm not selling it very well, 
I disagree. It's a it's a really I, interesting magic system, which I always like. Um, oh hell and yeah! World a female lead, cool shit. and and the, this they have yeah. to go to this school where monsters mm-hmm. are constantly eating them. But that's the that safer alternative. Really cool. It is. It's really. I, it's good. That sounds cool. My wife just finished the new Stephen King book, uh, Fairy Tale. Oh, it's so good. So I haven't. Did I she haven't like read it? it yet. Yeah, she Chrissy, said you she read loved it. it. We were texting each other about it. Yeah, she said she loved it. I I bought it for her for Christmas, but I gave it to her like, like two it. weeks ahead of time because she had her surgery. Um, oh, so, awesome. Yeah, so she said I'm, she loved it. So I'm gonna start the new Cormac McCarthy book this week once I finish with the Jesus Freak script. Mm. So. Nice. I, I mean, Donovan, I think you can agree, hmm? but I think you can agree. Fairy tale is like two different books. There's like yeah, a it's definite really cool. change. Yeah, the tone just shifts and stuff, but it's like, but when the way it happens is, it's kind of weird, like weirdly, like it's just copacetic. It just it, the blending is really, really cool. The way it just happens, yeah. and yeah, uh, it, yeah that story's just really cool. But I'm, I was texting Chrissy when I was reading it. Like the, I can tell you this because it's not a spoiler. The main things, one of the main things is the dog in it, and he's a German shepherd. But I, the whole time, like half through the book, I thought it was a fucking St. Bernard because I wasn't paying attention. And then like one point, he's like, yeah, that's another reason was that. Yeah. And then like, he's like, the German, she-, he like mentions a German shepherd. I was like, is that a second dog? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm almost done the stand now. I'm like 80% of the way through that. And I'm oh. at the point... Uh, Mother Abigail just died, and uh, Stu and everyone are walking to Boiler. go mm-hmm. meet everybody. So that's where I'm at right now, and it's I'm I'm really digging it. At first, like all the characters were intimidating. I'm like, there's a lot going on. I got to remember all these fucking. People. Oh, it's it's very it's it's intense. But I know oh. I can see a hundred percent. I was gonna text you. I can see why it's your favorite book, especially once they get into like building the like the government systems yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I was yeah. like, it yeah. makes sense. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we'll leave it there. Um, right. We need to go, uh, so do your thing. Peace new be thing. with you. New thing. Oh, oh, new? Uh, uh, how do I do that new? Uh, peace be with you. <laughs> and with your feeling. And everybody say, yeah. I like my looks. I like my personality. Almost every second that I'm on.